When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's White Boy Chris. If the Pat Down's ever made you laugh, then join our Patreon and support us. Get bonus content, a t-shirt, or an autographed copy of Rabbit, Miss Pat's autobiography. Visit misspatcomedy.com for the link to the Patreon, and while you're there, join our Facebook group. Welcome to another episode of the Pat Down. We're here at my house. It looks like Chris read a lot in the back, but I know that's just decoration. <laughs> and there's Dion, because he didn't clean up his room, so he keeps the uh, logo in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Mad facts. No, <laughs> no dispute. I, I can tell by the connection of your beard, your room is not clean. The connection of your beard is unkempt, therefore. So I didn't shave my beard like you shave yours. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Stay tuned. I'm gonna kill you now. <laughs> Better get up, get out, and tune into this podcast. It's Pat spit the truth, spit the real fact. Nothing but the ugly, classy at the same time. Pat got the flavor, these are not the same lines. It's the politics, she been on the real grind. It could be pretty but ugly at the same time. Just tune in, put your lock on the spin down. Ain't no need for the wait and turn her up now. What you talking about? It's real though. And cut the game, you get no play like Nintendo. You wait the time, turn the up, nothing but the ugly. Straight off the top, everything she say, you know it's funny. Full blast, this is taste of the future. Listen on your iPhone or your desktop computer. Share it, tweet it, ain't no way to beat it. Nothing but the ugly, turn it up and gon' repeat it. I need y'all to be the fuck quiet in there. I don't want a nigga talk. Slap y'all like that man did at that motherfucking restaurant. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that new nigger cracker they found? That nick that cracker slapper? No. <laughs> what is it? What the fuck have you I been? You see Air Harry Tunnel flash across the head. Man. <laughs> this black man underground the railroad the shit out of this white dude. He said, <laughs> but what was so fucked up? The white man thought he had the right to explain. He said, look here, there's a difference between a black person and a nigger. And that old black man said, Bam! I was like, <laughs> he, he hit that white man like his name was Rufus. I said, I know that black man named Rufus. Only black, old black people named Rufus slap you around the restaurant. <laughs> Chris, he was slapping this white man for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, when I tell you, I ain't never screamed for somebody to stop slapping somebody white. I said, stop, Rufus! <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> it was at an Applebee's. Was it Applebee's? <laughs> yeah, that was at an Applebee's. Some old white man was talking to uh it looked like the kitchen staff, it looked like the dude who was cutting the steaks back there. So you know his hands were strong. <laughs> 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 he called him a nigga, man. He, he didn't he call slapped. him no nigga. He said there's a difference between black people and nigga. And the black man said, 
Anybody call him a nigga ever? the second time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, after the first hit, well, he had a right to call him a nigga. Then. <laughs> well, I googled it, and all I got was man lunged at Applebee's bartender with meat cleaver after being asked to show COVID vaccination proof. Nah, somebody posted it in the group a couple days ago. All right, I'll see if I can find it and play it. I think I might be able to send it to you on Instagram. All right, perfect. Because I watched it a thousand times. Uh, <laughs> this man got slapped so hard he fell in slow motion. <laughs> Nigga, when I tell you that that shit was crazy, that shit was crazy. Let me find it. Man. <laughs> I, I, I just miss Pat saying, I've never wanted a black man to stop hitting a white man before. Because <laughs> he was as he was turned, the white man said, "I don't know what the fuck." He, I felt sorry for the white. Hold on for a second. Set. I just sent it to you. Uh, Instagram, Chris. Got it. Set okay. the fuck down and don't move. I, he turned back around and said, "Didn't I tell you not to say it again?" And the last time he ended up on his ass. I mean, when I tell you to take your bare hand and to hit a motherfucker like that, your name got to be racist. He was slapping him like he was a tambourine. Here, here, here we go. Black and from the restaurant and walked off. He goes back to hit him some more, too. The, so the guy looks like he's a, you know, white guy's like mid-50s, uses the hard R, and there's like a big, I think it's a cop in between the two of them, or some Applebee's worker. No, it's worker. a manager. Well, he's big, too, but he after he said the hard R, he moved out of the way and just said, well. It don't matter. The A will get you slapped. The hard A will get you slapped. <laughs> and every one of those little cracks is just a hit. Well, he walks. But he you wa- know what? Nobody spoke on. Nobody <laughs> said that was a baby birthday party about to happen right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The birthday cake. Man. I hope he was not there for the birthday party. Because the last thing you want is your grandbaby to see you sure but like just got a good old nigga ass with it. Yeah. <laughs> the, Sean, Sean underscore Larkins posted it on Instagram. It says, don't say it. Don't say it. Damn it. He said it. This one's for the ancestors. This one's for Wakanda. These two are for John Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just listen to these slaps. Just he wa- and he walks away and comes back for more at a certain point, and that's when the guy falls down. The wife's trying to tell him to stop. <laughs> The manager's trying to catch the chairs. <laughs> he's, he's the white man. You're on your own. I gotta save these chairs. 
somebody you, supposed to, you gotta take that racism to Chili's. That's not that don't go down to Applebee's. <laughs> yes, like the, one guy's like uh what would you say, two inches taller than him? The black guy's two inches taller than him, younger, c- clearly physically fit. Like, what did he think was going to happen when you said the N-word? Like the way that nigga put his hat on, that nigga's in his 50s. <laughs> yeah. That was not a young boy. That was an older man whooping another older man ass. <laughs> I bet you don't think about that shit. I'm just surprised he slapped him the whole time. He was trying to disrespect him. He was like, you want a nigga, I give you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, somebody with your bad hand like that, that shit is painful. Yeah, yeah. he hit him like at least 12 times. It wasn't was a slapping shit It wasn't a fist. It was just like on the side of his face with his open hand like a bitch. Like he just... <laughs> <laughs> he probably was like, let me go get the candles out of the car for this birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> The whole restaurant went, oh, what'd you do? (laughs) (laughs) He didn't ruin it. The old man ruined it. Yeah. I'm just saying, I hope he was not there for the birthday party. Who the fuck give a birthday party at Applebee's? Uh, a white male boomer like look you can see the cell phone <laughs> the cell phone clip on his belt <laughs> that slow motion fall was everything <laughs> no that white man walking by in the back that, that like he ain't seen she was everything <laughs> did y'all not see him Mm-mm. wait let him get hit one more time watch right there in the back Here, here's the beginning watch, yeah watch this man walk by Man, you see the man walking by. No, and like the what in the like look at the people outside like just eating their food and there's a waitress just bussing tables like <laughs> what happens in this Applebee's that just like two people beating each other up over racism just isn't you're not even gonna turn your head and look. That's America. It's funny. Take a video down. That man came out the bathroom like that. Ain't got shit to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> about right too that was a hell of a fucking slap oh that was great I, i'm not gonna lie i watched it many motherfucking times and that word is triggered i keep telling people when you're wrong call that shit hit us in the chest and you you want a ass of slapping like that we have named him rufus the cracker slap <laughs> 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 they, they buy. They, I'm about to go make some plastic big hands and clap together like this <laughs> with a black man for the handle. On the <laughs> How do you say that? That oh, that's just another word. They need to get over it, and then that's the first word you go to when you're ready to 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 throw that. Like, Info. come on, yeah. Rufus the slap the cracker slap, and I'm like, you can't be talking that shit, Rufus. And you ain't got no pistol on you. <laughs> 
Especially with old black men. Old black men don't give a fuck. Nigga, I've already lived my poverty life on this raggedy ass earth and country. I'm ready to die. <laughs> <laughs> the way he picked up his hat is like he had just ate dinner. <laughs> you know how old people put on the hat and like, it's time for me to go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he had just had Thanksgiving dinner. I'm like, okay. Oh, so uh, I'm quite sure y'all know one of my actors. Um, Passed away, my secretary. Yeah, yeah sweet was, old Lindsay. She was great in the show. Yeah, which is, I really liked her too. I just talked to her last week of the episode we just shot. She was supposed to be in, but the world was so small. And I was like, Lindsay, you too good for me to ask you to come from LA for a few lines. Oh, boy, if I knew she had that on her mind, I would have brought her ass to Atlanta. I think, I mean, I think that's what bothered me the most about the whole thing, knowing that she could have been there with me. Yeah. Do Do we want to say what happened? No, they said she committed suicide. Yeah. After being missing for a few days. Yeah. She was so sweet. She was, she was just, she was a really sweet person to yeah. talk to. She was super funny in the show. And you know what I, I remember, and I, I don't even like telling stories and you know telling about what I do, but um, um, and I thought I always keep this to myself. But she, I remember when the show moved from LA to Atlanta, and when we started to get up going here with the first episode back, uh, they I wanted her, and they said no, she just had a small role. You can get a secretary here from Atlanta and I was like no the fuck I can't I want her I fucking like her and I want her it's like well it's really gonna cost too much and it's not worth it I went on Facebook first of all I went and found my old call sheet because I don't erase no fucking emails especially when it come down to the show of business because I always I always got a paper trail I went back to the email I mean I went back to the old call sheet and I said what the fuck was the secretary name because I forgot I didn't think about looking at the show and fucking look at the credit I found her name, Lindsay Perlman, and I went on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I inboxed the shit out of her. And I said, do you remember me? And she was like, of course I do. I said, I, I said, look, I want to bring you to Atlanta, but they say the role is too small. I don't give a fuck. I said, would you just say you are a, a local hire? And she said, yeah. I said, I'll pay for everything for you to get here. No. And I did. Flight. Run a call, food. I said, I want you in this show. And uh, I said, you ain't got to tell nobody. It's between us. And then when, when I got her locked in that first episode, they had to bring her back for the second one. And I remember coming out one night and um, coming out from the first season, I'm getting ready to get in my car. And I look up and she's standing there with a flower and a, uh, and a uh, letter, a card. And I said, what's wrong? And she was crying. And I was like, why are you crying? She said, do you know if you didn't invite me back that uh, I was almost about to lose my health care through SAG? And I said, what are you talking about? And she said, well, with SAG, I have to make a certain amount of money a year for me to keep my SAG insurance. So I said, really? Because, you know, I don't know. I was on my husband's insurance. So I said, well, how much you need to make? She said, "Um, I just need to make $23,000 a year. You know, and by you bringing me in, it, it helped me keep my health care. Hmm. So I said, 
Okay. I said, so how many episodes is that for you? She said, oh, like one or two. And so I said, well, shit, I keep bringing you back as long as they keep bringing me back. Mm. So, uh, you know, because my thing was, even when we wrote her in the small world, and I was like, Jordan, I was more concerned about her losing her health care. And I didn't know if she had been in anything this year. But all I know is I had two or three episodes to give her because I didn't want to see her lose her health care. So I, I hit her up and I said, uh, well, the role is too small, Lindsay, but the next episode I got you in because, I, I mean, she was such a good actress with the comedy. I wanted people to see a lot of her yeah. as much as I, I can. So I wanted her to be a part of the community. So Jordan wrote the role of her getting married. I said, no, I don't really want her to get married. But, you know, let's try something else. So we we're going to bring her back to the next episode with Lady Plays Elizabeth. And um, then she ended up killing herself. And, you know, I, had all, I talked to her last week. Uh, and she I got all these, I got off the floor and I got all these text messages from her. I'm like, so I picked up the phone and I called her. I said, are you okay? And she's like, I just don't want to let you down. I said, look, I got you. I said, I got you. I said, you, you, you're not letting me down. I said, I appreciate you and I got you. I said, so I'm going to call you next week and tell you about the next thing, you know, what episode I want you to be in. And I come off the floor Wednesday or Thursday and they waited till we uh, kind of like, well, it was Thursday, wrap the first show. And uh, they showed me a picture she was missing. I was like, this got to be a joke. You know, because I'm looking back through my, you know, I even got secretary spelt wrong in there upon her name. I never... <laughs> <laughs> that's what I got. I even got, I look back, so I never spelled secretary right because that's what she was, secretary to me. My favorite secretary. And um, uh, I look back at Texas and, and I was like, oh my God. Oh, I just wish I would have gave her that small role and she could have been there with me. And it really just hurt because um, I always thought she was like frantic, like, you know, like one of them shaky people. Mm-hmm. So I would be easy with her, you know, Lindsay, I love you. Come on, Lindsay. You know, she was such a big spirit anyway, you know. And so I'm the type of person is like when you come on a Miss Pat show, a lot of people don't turn into friends and family. So she was one of the people that I talked to. I just take some time. How are you doing today? Yeah. What you doing? You know, oh, she called. I always picked up the phone. I remember one night she called me in the middle of the night and uh, she had some relationship problems. And, and I'm thinking, what the fuck she calling me for? You know, but I just listened. I would just listen. And, you know, you get busy in your life and you're really not paying attention to what people are going through. And I just never talking to her last week. Knowing, cause she she hit me up about my special also, mm. and um and she was like, you know, people, I like your joke about the um the uh the dogs, the fake the people, the fake ass dogs, and she said, but I have a real one, and I said, you do? She said, I have a, a emotional support animal. It's a cat, and I said, oh, okay. I said, well, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about. She said, I hate <laughs> them fuckers too. <laughs> <laughs> And, and she was like, I really enjoyed your special. And then she, you know, I, I guess I wasn't paying attention, you know, if she was calling out for help or I don't know. I just, I just really feel bad. Well, I don't think you can take that burden on yourself. I mean, she, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not, 
on you. I mean, there's. It sounds like you were reaching out and you were talking to her. You know, it's that's the thing. Is I spent most of my life suicidal, like, and dealing with this. You, the person, if you're struggling out there, you got to reach out for help because there's people like Miss Pat that will help you. You just got to open up about it. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's just the suicides are off the charts right now because things feel hopeless and you just got to be talking to people, getting yourself help. You're worth it. You I remember, it. you know, I was suicidal at 16. I even tried three times. Uh, you know, I remember it just takes that one, that one person, that one person to make you feel like, you know what? there's at least one other person that cares, you know, and you never know who you are for that one person, you know, who, who's struggling through something. Um, I mean, it, it could be a complete stranger. It could be your best friend. You never know. So whenever you guys hear someone talking about, you know, suicide or just they're giving you well, just a vibe. Yeah. They seem yeah. fragile. You know, if they seem fragile, just are you okay? What can I do to help you? That that small little are you okay? That that genuine question, like, are you okay? Like, is there anything I can do? That makes a world of difference. It really does. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And um, um I I I you know, I asked myself, because they didn't tell me like they found her dead until after we wrapped on um Friday, and then that's when Jordan from just decided like they found her, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And um, you know, this week gonna be kind of rough because the other uh, uh, Elizabeth is coming back, my other neighbor, mm-hmm. you know, and those supposed to be my two like friends. I'm on, I'm, I'm podcasting, baby. I need y'all to be quiet, Yolanda. Check. Hold on for a second. Shut the fuck up and sit down till I finish. I don't. I want you to get on the sofa and shut the fuck up. So um, it's going to be kind of rough this week because, you know, Elizabeth is back. And, you know, when you come to the set, I, I try to make, I just, I, you know, people don't walk away as just actors no more. Some people become, you know, become part of the Miss Pat family. And, you know, I really liked her. I, she was such a, a shining star. I don't know what type of demon she had or what was going on with her. I, I, just, I remember waking up this morning, I watched the video I posted, and I was like, damn, was I not paying enough attention? I didn't know her that well. You know, I might have talked to her a couple times a month, you know, and I just asked myself in that last conversation, did I miss something? Was I too busy where, where you know, where, when she called out, was she calling out for help? Because, you know, all I kept saying is, I got you. I got you, Lizzie. I, you know, and I just told her how much I appreciated her and how good she was. And I was like, but somewhere I just felt like, fuck, you know, because she could have been here that week with me. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you can't take you can't take the blame for yourself. I, you yeah, can't. you can't. I mean, I'm not I'm not taking the blame for it. Yeah. I, I just, it just crossed my mind knowing I had that small role. But in my heart, it was just she was too good for me. Yeah, because I'm sure and then girl, she appreciated you so much for that. I bet. Yeah, I, I think so too. You know, um, 
Um, I, I think so. I really do. I just, you know, she's such a bright star. And she just could have been bigger than life. And you just never know what people are going through. I mean, even when I'm sitting there bored and, you know, people want to talk and I can't spell everything right to talk back to them, I do try to listen. <laughs> I really do. I mean, some of that shit, I, some of them messages come in so long, I'm like, look, yeah, I can't be reading all this shit. <laughs> Fine, I'll stop sending you my Facebook statuses. I get it. <laughs> but I try to spam yeah, through it. And, you know, I'm no psychiatrist, shit, but some people just need people to talk to. Because um, you just never know what people had in life. Yeah. But, you know, life is never bad enough for you to kill yourself. Your situation is never bad enough for you to kill yourself. So, um, you know, keep your head up and, you know, I mean, think about the people who love you because there's somebody out there that loves you. Especially if you listen to this podcast and you're a crack baby. Ain't, ain't nobody got time for y'all to be doing this shit. We need y'all. Go in the Facebook group and get the argue with Dion. No, don't do that. <laughs> Spell it D-I-O-N. <laughs> That'll get you cussed out. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you this. I, I did watch a show this weekend because I kept hearing so much about it. Last week, <clears throat> the Tinder Swindler. Yes. Did you watch it? I watched it. What and the fuck? How, how did Tiger Woods' my- wife <laughs> get swindled? Was it Tiger Woods' wife? No, she looked like her. She was as beautiful as Tiger Woods' ex-wife, the one that beat him with the golf club. Like that Nordic beauty. And then she's like, yeah, okay, I'll send you $800,000. What but the thing is, is that the thing is with him, he was a I'm I'm, I'm podcasting, baby. He was a smooth gear to them shit the fuck up. He was a smooth operator, but he really didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, he I, really did. I mean, those women g- gave that man. He thought he, they thought they was in a relationship. What he was was a cheap line bastard. Ethically, he was wrong. Legally, he was not, apparently. That's how I yeah. would put it. Morally d- gross, but they they signed Man. contracts with... If you haven't seen it, like this guy pretends to be a, bi- a billionaire's son and then just gets women to send him Amex cards and basically just rips them off. One, you you know, spending on one with the money he stole from the last one or, or talked out of. Yeah, swindler's a great word for it. Which was, uh, who was the lady with the baby? Was that really his woman? That, I don't think they ever got clear on that. She was like a Russian model who seemed to probably have his baby and was partly in on it. And then he had the friend coming out and she was giving him money while they were living on the last girl's money. I mean, it was wild. So I need need to watch it is what you're telling me because I haven't watched it. It's worth it. it. I mean, this, this Arabian dude was a pimp and he's still rich. And they say he just he just hired a Hollywood agent. Yep. <laughs> he just, he just <laughs> it's gonna be a great movie. We, <laughs> we hopped just, from that right into an inv- inventing Anna, which is basically the same story, but like a, a female version. <laughs> By Shonda Ooh. Shonda Rhimes did a show called Inventing Anna on Netflix, and this Anna Delvey goes around like stealing from rich people. It's pretty good. Oh, I, don't really? under, I, I I just don't get it. I, I don't understand how 
it keeps I happening. I can I, I can figure you, you get one or two pieces, but I mean, but this dude was cold blooded. I mean, he showed you, he gave you the life. He flew you on planes. He he had a month with you, thirty days. He's gonna wind it down. After that, he need all his receipts back. He need all his money back so he can go do the next shit to the next hole. But what, that other girl got him good when she was like, I'm going to help you while you're in jail. She got all that nigga expensive clothes and sold them secondhand. <laughs> his 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 real life girlfriend, yeah, she like went and he had like Fendi and Louis Vuitton and like all the all the top end clothes. Like hundreds of thousands of dollars. She's, and while she's doing the interview, it pops up and goes, bing, bing. Oh, she goes, I just sold something on whatever the app is on Craigslist and it's a $400 bag or like, Oh my God, <laughs> she's cackling. Yeah. He, he got them good, but he got every one of them good. But you know, I think they just made him cause he was very nice looking. Yeah. I just think they made him more famous with that documentary. So he's somewhat saying ching, ching, bitch. Thank you. <laughs> well, you remember, um, like Jessica Han, if you, the HBO movie about the, uh, Tammy Faye is great. Jessica Hahn sleeps with like this preacher. And then there was the uh, Amy Fisher and Joey Buttafuoco and Nancy Kerrigan. Like the 90s had like all these crazy stories that were just in the press. Well, now all those stories are on Netflix. Like fuck the cats or whatever that documentary was. Like, and it just makes these I people. I don't more fuck famous. with cats. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they tracked them up that bitch was obsessed with that motherfucker. Hey, 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 the crack babies are listening. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> she was obsessed with the man who, who was burning up the cats, wasn't she? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she, she tracked that man motherfucker down to Zuzu, Zulu. Man. I said, ma'am, it's just a cat. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> they should have put that bitch on the Unabomber and everybody else ever committed a crime. And <laughs> they should they should get her the whole PPP loan paperwork. So we need you to get everyone. In <laughs> 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 she would have got him too with her crazy motherfucking ass. She was not hitting me. Do you hear me? Oh man, that bitch was crazy. So I'm going to catch up on um. The Handmaid's Tale. Mm. That's my shit. Now, that's the only thing I watch on Hulu ever since they dropped my show. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not, not hashtag not bitter. <laughs> hey, but um, uh, I'm going to watch um, The Handmaid's Tale. That's my shit. And I got one crack baby that be on my ass. And you know who you is if you listen. She, be, I come off stage when I was when I was performing on her. Mid pack. Did you see Handmaid's Tale tonight? Handmaid's Tale. I'm like, we both forget this. I'm became my friend. I'm like, don't you tell me what happened. I hit you back later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I got to tell you this, Crack Babies. I think I I secured a venue for the party. Really nice. How many people does it hold? Two hundred. Oh man. There's going to be a documentary about the murders over the <laughs> We need to go get the Applebee's guy to do security. And let me put, let me say something to you, Crack Babies. Dion and I, until this moment, did not know there was a venue. We are not going to know when tickets go on sale. We cannot help you. Leave us the alone. Tickets won't go on sale. I'm going to give them to you. I'm going to give them to you. 
I mean, if people come and go all night, then it's enough room. But it's it's the venue, the place is 3,000 square feet. Mm. You're gonna have a revolving door of crack babies. Is that what you just said? That ain't gonna work. I don't, you know, if you said it, it'll make it look smaller, but if they stand it, it's something different. So, and I do wanna, I do wanna have like an open buffet. I do wanna have all the alcohol you can eat. Uh, I do want it decorated. I'll act how you can drink. I'm sorry. Um, but you motherfuckers need to get an Uber. I'm working out a thing where I can get a hotel. Nice. So if you're coming from out of town, you get a really good rate. And so, you know, if you're not here in Atlanta, but yeah, I, I'm having a crack baby party. What what date? Do you have a date? October 15th is a date. I, was, uh, I, every, I should be signing the contract this week. And we're going to you know, just mail you tickets. Okay. I put it on my calendar. Yeah. I think well, I you know Chris and I don't know how she's doing the ticket selection, y'all. So don't ask. Don't. I can't help you. I won't help you. Matter of fact, if you hit me up, I'm gonna tell Miss Pat not to <laughs> leave me the fuck alone. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I wanna invite somebody from every state, you know. <laughs> I really do. Uh, or any part of the country that will come here, because I want to just have a good time. I mean, it's just a, it's really, guys, it's just an appreciation party. Just tell you that we appreciate you here for listening to the pat down, and I definitely appreciate you when you come out and see me. I just support what I do. Fight for me, just having me down. So I'm working on a lot of things. I'm hoping I can give away a few things as you check in. But you know, we'll see. We're gonna, you know. And it since it's so, if it get out, if it get too big, maybe everybody who don't get a ticket to the party, maybe I can do a breakfast with a with a certain amount of people. Yeah, can we do a live podcast? Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. We sure can. That we come here, but I want to dedicate that week to just it's like appreciation. October fifteenth. Fun. If the date changes, something don't work out. right now, I'm letting my people know to block it off. I just had to find a venue. I can't wait. To sh- I can't. I can't. I don't want to share it on the podcast, but I can't wait to tell y'all the ideas for the de- the decorations. <laughs> well, if it's anything like Garrett's party that you were working on, it's going to be amazing. Actually, it's going to be some of the things from Garrett's party that we didn't use. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that, but I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> the colors are definitely black and gold. <laughs> 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 definitely okay <laughs> well you know thanks for doing it because i know everybody's really excited about it yeah you know this is the first time let's see i kick off if you know if i can do it every year i will but it's mainly to the people who listen to the podcast and then the crack baby group and it's fifteen thousand, y'all you know but we're gonna have seventeen thousand. yeah oh it's so we're gonna have a great fucking time you know I won't miss Pat down. It don't cost you anything. I promise you, it don't cost you anything. All I need you to do is just show up and get your hotel. That's all it's going to cost you. And I'm going to find a good hotel. And I'm going to please get your Uber. <laughs> Not like the one hotel that stole all your shit. I know one hotel that owes you an apology, maybe uh, a few discounts. <laughs> <laughs> you got to write on that one. Amy? (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, we're going to have a good time, y'all. You know, it's just appreciation. 
So we might just turn it into a little weekend. You know, maybe we'll do a live podcast somewhere. Yeah. And then turn the venue over and do a, um, you know, do a fucking, that would be a good idea. Yeah. Maybe do a couple live podcasts, Friday, Friday night, Saturday. Chris, you, you really trying to work while everybody else is trying to party? Yes. Yeah, because he ain't trying to do shit. Work, That's work, what he doing. Work is fun. And we get to see Chris dance. Oh, no, no, you don't. <laughs> it's free liquor. Yes, we do. <laughs> I'm going to get you fucked up, Chris. <laughs> you going to bag that back up. <laughs> I'm going to drop it like it's lukewarm. Uh, you you going to drop it like if it was there. <laughs> See, if I had asked, this is where it'd be touching the ground. <laughs> So make sure y'all stay tuned. How far are we? We're ready. Yeah, we're done. We're good. Uh, uh, so make sure y'all stay tuned, and uh, we're gonna have a good fucking time. So with that said, we're gonna get the fuck out of here. And thank you for joining another episode of the Pat Down. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of the Pat Down. Make sure you check out my website at misspatcomedy.com for all of my social media, my tour dates, my book. Make sure you spread the word about my podcast. Please rate and review. Please rate and review and share. Thank y'all so much, y'all. I've been Miss Pat.